Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of this podcast to improve your English. My name is Sven. With me is Richard. Hello, Richard. How are you? Hello, Sven. I'm fine. And you? Fine. Hope you had a great week. After our last episode, where we were talking about how to chair a meeting and how to react if somebody feels the meeting is getting out of his or her control. Today, tell me, Richard, are you holding or giving presentations to people every now and then? Yes, uh, in my professional life, I have to more or less give a presentation every three weeks and have a lot of stories to tell you about that. I can imagine. So, are you a PowerPointer or are you giving the presentation free? What is your strategy? How do you prepare a presentation that people are like hypnotized, fascinated, thrilled and flabbergasted? So, um, I can tell you some, some about some mistakes that I did in my early professional life. So, when I started in my professional life, I wanted to impress the people in the room. Um, so, just, I thought that if I impress them just a bit enough, they will just remember my name. And whenever there's an, an issue or a problem, they will think of my name and I can help out. So, my portfolio and the company will build up. So, um, the mistakes I did were, today, if you think about it, not that not that not that big but my 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 powerpoints had so many bullet points i think you have seen this powerpoints presentation before where the person that is presenting has a powerpoint that is full of words just full of words a sea of words and you just drown in these words i learned that your powerpoint does not have to have every word in it or every sentence in it. Just make, it's just use the most important phrases, sentences, words that are important. And then try to just say the important facts also so that you have on the PowerPoint the most important facts. And then what you say on the rate are also the most important facts. So, You would not recommend to read a PowerPoint presentation to your audience, would you? As of today, I would not do it. Then again, you have to differentiate. If you are a person that you, you know that you are not a good presenter and maybe you are not fluent in English or you have other barriers um, in order to become a good speaker, there you could read it. But Again, I would not recommend it because it just shows that you are not a skilled speaker. So if you want to be or appear or be perceived as a good speaker, just talk freely and let your PowerPoint be reduced to the most important facts. On the other side, you never know if the technical support does work properly. So, if you have got the presentation in your mind and you are not dependent on a PowerPoint presentation, you are also independent regarding technical problems. Have you ever come across an audience where people were playing with a smartphone all the time? Uh, yes, indeed, I have. Uh, again, a story from, uh, from, from some years back. So when I was starting, as I mentioned before, 
I had a lot of words on my PowerPoint, a lot of bullet points there. And I didn't realize that in the business meeting, when you're talking, they just don't want every fact. They just want the most important facts. So when I, when I was having my presentation, my PowerPoint presentation, it was in a, in a big office complex. So different people were were in the complex, but in different offices. So it was a digital uh, presentation. And then I saw, when I looked up on my screen, I saw that some of the executives from the management were looking down and I realized they're looking on their phone. And I kind of got nervous at that time because I was quite young and new in the profession. And then later on, I understood that, yes, these people are um, on a time constraint and they just can't comprehend everything because you have to, to imagine that everybody is getting at them with numbers, with facts, with news, and they have to extract the most important parts. And if they just see that somebody is just reading everything, they will just be tempted or forced to kind of play with their phone. Okay, so this is one part of the participants, those people who are really important to have a very important job or at least to feel that they are important and they are managing two or three things. Um, meanwhile, they are listening to your presentation and they will probably also get the most important points. The other part of participants are those who believe they are important, but they are maybe shopping on Amazon or writing to their best friends um, because statistics show that most online shopping is done between 11 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So this is the office time when people are supposed to work in the offices, either home office or in, in their um, company offices. So would you agree that eye contact and really being with the audience, um, getting the audience's, let's say, interest, raising their attention, helps to avoid distraction through mobile phones? Um, yes and no, to be honest with you. So on the one hand, if you are presenting and you're seeing that participants are looking down on the screen of their phones, of their mobile phones, you kind of get the feeling that they are not listening, which could be true. Um, you, this could result into um, that you feel more nervous than before. You could feel that your presentation is not good enough. And then the most important thing, you could feel that you are not good enough. Your presentation skill or your presentation style is not good enough. And I, there would differentiate because don't take it personal. People have a life to live. You have to realize that people have a life to live. Maybe the participant is a working um, working mom or working dad, and they just have to text their son or daughter a text message that they have to go home after school because they can't pick them up because they are in your meeting. So just don't take it personal. Try to understand and differentiate the information that you get that people have a life to live. So first, don't take it personal. Then two, you can try to be more active in your presentation style. So kind of 
use acting skills in that matter or in that sense. But you have to understand that you can't get everybody just using eye contact or speaking with a louder voice or just um, uh, using other skills in that sense. If you feel that that person that is constantly looking down on their phone screens, they are so much interrupting your presentation, you can just say to that person boldly, could you please stop looking down on your phone and listen? Then again, you have to read the room and understand the context. If, if that is higher management, you don't want to step on anybody's toes. But then this is something you can do. And the fourth option is just ignore it. So again, don't take it personal. Try to, to use eye contact or other acting skills. Um, talk to them in a polite way and, um, or ignore them. But how do you know that your presentation is not really rubbish? I think I mean, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we are all on a learning journey. So if you are into a new topic, for example, and it's the first or second time that you are talking to an audience in general, and you're not very skilled, you're not very experienced, you're looking for feedback from the audience, and let's say 50% is not interested in what you're saying. You can either say, well, they have a life to live, or they can. you can say, I ignore it, I don't take it personal. But what if, if your presentation is really bad, if, if what you are presenting is out of the interest of your audience, if they are not there to, to listen to you, but they are in this meeting because somebody told them to, um, how can you divide or separate the things that you should not personal to the behavior of the participants um, which are worth thinking about. You follow? Yes. Um, I think if you, I think every presenter knows if their presentation is good or bad. It's, it's like asking a child what is good or bad. There's, there's an intuition in everybody to know if what they're doing is good or bad. Then again, if you are a presenter and you are not well prepared, then most likely your presentation will not be good and you will feel it from the response of your audience and the way you yourself present it. Because if you're not well pre uh, prepared, you kind of will lose some words, um, make some mistakes here, make some mistakes there. You will get nervous. You will start to sweat. You will, you will feel, you will know if your presentation is not good. And then I think you have to work on yourself, on your planning skills, on your presentation skills. And then that's, that's, not, that's not the problem of your target audience. If your target audience is sitting in the room and you can't preach to the choir, then you are just wrong in the room. Then you have to go back, prepare, and come back stronger. And that's a good final word for this episode. And if you feel, dear listener, that you feel uncomfortable, that your presentation can be better and that your audience should become hypnotized and fascinated and you really want to, to have them being absolutely enthusiastic when you are on the stage or when you are starting a presentation and you need any ideas, just contact us. Richard and I are here to help you to 
yeah, get into the mood to become the perfect presenter, no matter if you want to do it in German or in English or in any other language that you have to do presentations. So, Richard, thank you again for these, this exchange of ideas and for helping me and our listeners to improve their English and their skills in business English. And I wish you a great week. Thank you, Sven. I wish you a great week, too.